couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S dot bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. Okay, I know you don't want to go. You don't want to leave everybody. This is a great opportunity, man. Doing you a favor. It's a fresh start. I want a fresh start. I want to stay here, right where I am. I'm sorry, but you can't. Actually, I can. I can collect student welfare. Live here. I don't need you. Okay. Rent's been paid to the end of the month anyway. Finish your year. I'll tell you this. You're going to be banging on my door before you know it, bro. If you don't know what that is, that's the intro to Our House, not the <laughs> episode, but the song, which we'll talk about shortly, but it's Narbos and Broomheads, and uh, we're back. We are uh, in the home stretch for sure, for sure, with uh, season three of Degrassi, The Next Generation, and we are talking about the second to last episode called Our House, and uh, with you this week, we've got some of your regular pals. I'm Alan, and I'm in Toronto. Who else is out there? Let's go to... Uh, Let's go to Ottawa. Oh, hello, everybody. It's me, Courtney. I'm here in O-Town. Looking forward to this episode. Wow. Ep. Did, <laughs> did you decide to shorten it and then you're like, change my mind? Yeah. I was like, people aren't going to get that slang. Uh-huh. It's Ottawa, Ottawa slang, yo. Uh, speaking of slang, who else is here? I bet... Bet there's somebody. You know what that is? <laughs> that's Full House. That's, that's Full House. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. oh wow! man, all my notes. All my notes. Are, I gotta throw them out. <laughs> I thought this was Full House. Oh, cut it out! I want some ice cream. That, How rude! That was in pop culture in the early '90s. That was Michelle Tanner saying, "I want some ice cream." Was like that. That was TGIF. Friday. That was your uh, that was your highlight right there. That was the high spot. Joe. Who is this guy? I'm Ted. Hello. How are you, everybody? This evening. How are you all? Right there, my the host. The We're host all host. good. You I'm good? doing great. We good. Uh, you know great. who's not. You know who's not doing great right now though is Arlo. So, 
Arlo yeah. also is supposed to be joining us, uh, going through some technical difficulties. So if she pops in halfway through the episode, uh, we will <laughs> we'll make sure to to get her to say hello, everybody. In the meantime, though, we probably won't know any facts about this episode without her. So, right? A lot of shoulder shrugging. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Who's that guy? <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to read an email that we got at narblesandbroomheads at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. And uh, somebody wrote us, a new person. Uh, this is Kelly Holcomb. Uh, she says that uh, she's actually turning 28 on the 28th of October. So I guess by the time this episode airs, she will be 28. So happy birthday in the future while we're recording this, but in the past when you hear it. Champagne birthday. Woo-woo. Yeah, she says that uh, she's not a weird, sexy robot, and the proof of that is because Ted followed her back on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) She lives. Uh, Yeah, she uh, loves Marco, Terry, Manny, and Ellie. She hates Emma um, because she's too self-centered and fucking annoying. So welcome to the podcast. You'll fit right in, Kelly. Yeah, you're with good people. You're with your like-minded folk. Yeah, so uh, she was watching the original, I guess was uh, originally a TNG fan, but uh, saw that the original series was uh, on YouTube and wanted to see if there were podcasts about it and found our show and binged it until uh, she caught all the way up. So that's a lot of listening. Uh, Sorry if I'm annoying after a few episodes. (laughs) Yep, and and then uh, she talks about the episode Time Stand Still as being the one that has the largest impact. We will get to Time Stand Still in Season 4. It is uh, not too far from now, so uh, I will not spoil it for Ted. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) So thanks, Kelly, and we will see you on the Instagram, and uh, if you're interested in uh, doing an episode, maybe we can talk about Time Stand Still. It's a pretty big episode, so... uh, uh, yeah, keep us posted and stay in touch. And uh, speaking of the Instagram, I've just like it goes for like weeks without activity, and all of a sudden this week it's just been a flurry. So uh, you, you noticed that, did you? yeah? What's going on? Um, I don't know. I can't really explain it. Sometimes I am motivated, and this uh, is one of those times. Um, but I did make a new friend, Heather through Instagram. She's a big fan of the show and she ordered uh, one of Tyrell's uh, designs. She uh, ordered a thirsty radish pint glass and she was kind enough to send an amazing video of her uh, drinking out of it. I'm really looking forward to the next Degrassi convention when people have thirsty radish merch and no one knows what the fuck it means. I mean, (laughs) they'll know it's radish, but they'll be like, what? So, uh, yeah, I I think that's amazing. And I also, I don't know if you realized, but Stacey Mystician follows Tyrell. And and she comments on some of his art. Oh, shit. Oh, don't listen. Uh, I don't know if she's commented on any of, like, the podcast, like, the Narbo's art that he's done. But she had, I I saw her commenting on, I think it was his 10-year anniversary post. Um that I noticed that she had said something. So, uh, Stacy, in the uh, first uh, episode of uh, The Next Generation, your hair was actually great. We, <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking when we made fun of it. And upon recollection, we don't hate you now. No. Uh, we love you. Well, we don't hate the character. I mean, we don't hate the, the actors. We hate the characters. 
It's true. Yeah. I imagine she probably has uh, a, a, a bit of an attachment to the character as well, though. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't think she's like Pat Mastrioni. Like, I do think she's somewhat moved on. <laughs> yeah, I think so as well. <laughs> Just Sideburn. Uh, Pat Mastrioni. Yeah. And Pat, we also love you, Pat Mastrioni, if you're listening. Please join us mm. on the show. We'd be thrilled. Uh, yes. He, he took people on uh, one of those tours. I think... Um, uh, Tim mentioned it a few weeks back. They did kind of a smaller version of the tour, which was a lot more expensive because there was only like 10 or 12 of them. But I saw some of the photos on uh, the Degrassi Facebook group and uh, looked like a good time. And I, I really I've been I've driven by Centennial College a lot of times, but I've never actually stopped and kind of strolled around. So I should probably do that because apparently there are things to see uh, that are Degrassi. So. There you go. You probably should. I saw those photos too, and I noticed that King Narbo was there um, from the Degrassi convention or whatever. Uh huh. And I'm pretty sure he was on the tour. Good job, King Narbo. Um, I don't. I need to be careful when I stroll around, though, because when I went to see the school uh, that they used for Degrassi Junior High, I kind of like walked up and looked in the windows, and then realized it was a preschool. I was like, I probably shouldn't be work- <laughs> lurking around here. <laughs> Did you do the whole like cupping the sides of your head? Yes, like, looking to see in, inside, and leering in at the children. <laughs> I'm like, it was a Saturday. There were no kids, but I was still like, this is not a good scene. Unless yes. there was a music video being shot there. Uh huh. <laughs> like listening oh, yeah. for savages. No, there was nothing going on. Uh, did you have uh, big yellow gloves on, like Mikey Mikey Nelson when I, he showed I did up? not, and I could not find no. the the fence where he put his phone number. I could have just left. I should have left uh, <laughs> flyers advertising the podcast in the in the fencing. Uh, yes. Yeah, the way that Mike Nelson did it, but no, I did not. So, uh, all right, should we talk about this episode? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Our house. Um, we get a stretch of episodes here. We talked about this last week, <laughs> the the show we haven't recorded yet, but a uh, couple of episodes in a row where people who. Uh, uh, people make their last appearance, and there's another one in our house. So, uh, pretty, <gasps> yeah, pretty pivotal one. Well, not really. <laughs> kind of an inconsequential character, except on this podcast. Uh, so, this aired March 29th, 2004 in Canada, July 30th, 2004 in the US. 21st episode of season three. Writers A.A. Ron Martin and Yan Moore steps in and. Uh, Holla! Yeah. And the director is Alan Eastman. And Our House is a song by Madness. Uh, so, I don't know. Do you know a lot about this one, Courtney or Ted? Is it Our House this, in the Middle? That one? That yeah. song? Yes. Yeah. This was the closing. I, this was our closing trivia song. Really? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, did, yeah. Well, we play, uh, what was the one? Uh, Starry Eyes by uh veronica falls and then after that it will be our house by madness a live version because facebook picks it up and then yeah we'd let it play out and fuck like i'm still getting emails saying you used such and such a video on july 9th 2020 please take it down it's like these automated things i just keep getting because all the trivia is still there oh facebook I got the same thing on Instagram, like when I was posting all those clips from my records. Like if you clip, right, if yeah. the clip is more than, I think it's more than like thirty seconds. Maybe it's fifteen. It's yeah. either fifteen or thirty. Then they yes. 
then you, they flag it. And so yep. every once in a while, I'll get a notification. Warner Media has taken down your post from like two years ago because they're still they're still scanning it. You're, you're like, OK, have at it. Get a life, Warner. I'm just Get like, that's the content. That's the content that Facebook is concerned about. Cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, maybe Priorities. I'll go ahead. Yeah, maybe I'll write Facebook. about how think Mark Zuckerberg is. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> easily. <laughs> I um, you think he's listening to this. <laughs> These guys don't think I'm cool. <laughs> he is poor guy. He's, <laughs> well, poor the guy. last time that people he didn't think that uh, people thought he was cool, he made Facebook. So. <laughs> what will he yep. do next? Mark Zuckerberg, a millionaire or a billionaire, motivated by pussy. Like that's. <laughs> Watch social media <laughs> he or, does. and the social network, and you'll see it. He's not going to get burned though when he's out surfboarding. He's got on all that that ghost makeup. <laughs> what a nerd! Um, so yeah, song song by Madness. Madness also. I mean, they had a lot of songs. They're they're really a ska band. Uh, they had another song that some people would know called "One Step Beyond." Do do do. Do, 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 do. I don't know. Anyways, you might hear it. It's Halloween coming up. But, uh, um, yeah, that's madness. The, I got acquainted with um, our house through the Mini Pops. Oh, yes. I have really? Mini, yeah, Mini Pops Records. And they, they, did, they did that song. And that's how I discovered it. Uh, I got, I got uh, Video Killed the Radio Star and a bunch of ABBA songs from... Uh, from Mini Pops? From Mini Pops, yeah. I also learned about a lot of songs through Weird Al. Um, <laughs> like, Best I way love, to do it. I love Rocky Road. Is like I that's the first version I ever heard of. I love. Rocky <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, I mean, Yoda uh, is the first version of uh, Lola that I heard. So, <laughs> uh, so Mini Pops. I guess without Arlo here, the Mini Pops is. Uh, these recordings that they put out of popular music, but it was recorded by children. There's similar bands that exist now. I think there's like Kids Bop or something, and they do the same thing. It was uh, released by a company called KTEL, which, uh, mm. yeah, which is headquartered, or was, it's not, or I guess it is still around. But anyways, headquartered in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Out. So there you go. Holler. Uh, KTEL also put out a whole bunch of like compilations in the like you know big hits '89 and <laughs> this is yeah. music two and shit like that. Did, so, did they join with Polytel or like they crushed them up? Because I had a classic uh, impression on a young Teddy was uh, Rap Tracks three and Rap Tracks four. Oh yes, and on on Spotify you can now someone because the internet is great and the. Uh, Somebody put all the songs from rap tracks one to five on a Spotify playlist, and tracks is spelled with two X's, so you know they're pretty serious. Uh huh. Oh, That's pretty cool. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if KTEL released the rap tracks albums, but like in Canada, they, but they could have. Like they might have been the Canadian distributor, um, or maybe, or actually, no, rap tracks wasn't only Canadian, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure I had rap tracks yes. for. <clears throat> I think I had all of them. Uh, you had, you mean Rap Tracks Four with uh, "Drop the Needle" by One Maestro Fresh West? <laughs> I think that's what I had. Oh, that was on there, with a sample 
from the Halifax band Haywire, go drop the needle, which he says at the first of the song, uh, Dance Desire. That's, that's, uh, I think they're from, no, they're not from Halifax. They're from uh, PEI. Oh, yeah. nice. Haywire. And the guy lives here. He lives in, the lead singer lives in, uh, lives in Newfoundland somewhere. See if you can get him on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Drop the needle. Like, that, uh, there is a 45 of drop the needle out there, and it is very expensive. So, Is that right? Yes. But I do have Symphony in Effect on vinyl. So, Jams. Yes. I'm telling you, you don't get much better. Uh, so any comments on this episode in general before I start? Uh, <laughs> no. no. Cool. I can't wait oh, to talk heat. about it. <laughs> bring, in the, bring in the heat. All right. Uh, we start at the mall. Sean and Jay are looking at DVDs. And there is one in particular that Jay's really into. But Sean comments that it's an import and it is $50, which Arlo, again, is not here. I don't know. $50 in 2004 is $65 today. Let's just say that. Uh, $750. Yeah, $4,000. <laughs> Inflation's been Whatever. terrible in the last year. Uh, Jay says that he's got two discount cards. They get him 100% off everything, and he shows his hands. So, yep. If he didn't do that, like, motion, I expect him to curl his little mustache to be like, mm, <laughs> I, I will have 100% discount on this item. Just very, very bad guy. So, so stupid. So they tuck, they tuck a DVD each away in their jackets. And as they are, they are poor, poor like very poor shoplifters. Because the moment they turn around to walk away, <laughs> they are face to face with Paul Blart, the mall cop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we get a, a scene of them running through the mall. Um, some stores that we see. One is Shoppers Drug Mart. Uh, they've run nice. through it. Then they run not through Zellers, but you see Zellers in the background. <laughs> Zeddy's like, don't run. <laughs> Come to Shoppers. <laughs> We're almost out of business. And we just... have a restaurant <laughs> for you. <laughs> The, one of the last times, so Zeller's, again, for our American listeners, is uh, a a retail store in Canada for a long period of time, a retail giant in Canada that completely shut down about 10 years ago, was replaced by Target for about six months, and then Target also mm -hmm. shut down in Canada, so. Also RIP, yeah. RIP to both. Uh, the last time that I was in a Zeller's in Winnipeg, Marcel Dion was at the front signing autographs, and there was no one lined up to see him. Oh, <laughs> just sitting at a table sad. with no one, no one giving a shit. He was just sitting there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Did you sad go and line up? No, I did not. I had nothing for him to sign. <gasps> Lift up your shirt. It's on my tits. Again, uh, for those of you that don't know, Marcel Dion is the I'm gonna guess sixth or seventh point scorer uh, like like uh scoring leader in uh, NHL history I'm guessing I, nice. no fuck you're guessing I'm guessing I look don't know. it up NHL most points Are you ready you ready for this do it all-time point leaders it, in the NHL he would have been 6 
Hey, nice guess. Yeah, there you go. Uh, trivia. <laughs> Ted, who are the five players he's behind? Uh, oh, no. Oh, no, you don't uh, like sports. I forgot. Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Slight overlook. Wayne Gretzky? Yep. Uh, Bobby Orr? No. Um, Steven Seagal? No. Okay, okay here's some <laughs> hints, Courtney. Golden. Here's some hints, Courtney. Uh, one of them played a long time with Wayne Gretzky. Mark Messier. Yes. Uh, one of them was Wayne Gretzky's hero. Gordie Howe. Uh, yes, that is correct. Yeah. Uh, one of them is not in the NHL anymore, but is almost 50 and is still playing hockey. Oh, my God. He had an uh, amazing mullet. Wait, uh, uh, Yager? Yager, yeah. And yeah, the last one. Nice. He's too busy fucking. <laughs> it's true. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, man. He is like. Who is? Yammer Yager. Oh, is he a dirty guy? He's, oh, the dirtiest. He's a saucy boy. <laughs> Sloppy boy. Yeah. And then at number five, this this is always a good trivia one because no one ever guesses number five. Number five is Ron Francis. So <laughs> What? Really? Oh, yeah. Former Hartford whale, Whaler. Yeah. So then yeah. Marcel Dion, the sixth best scorer in the NHL, in the history of the NHL, sitting at a table at Zeller's with no one giving a shit. So. <laughs> That's really sad. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Number seven. Uh, who is number seven? Steve Iserman. Nice. Iserman, Lemieux, Sackick, and Phil Esposito round out your top ten. So there you go. Uh, so back to the mall. We see Zellers in the background as Jay and Sean are running. And then uh, when they are in the food court by a pizza pizza, they receive a pretty awesome wrestling move. Ted? <laughs> <laughs> you, yes. What's the move called? The double clothesline. <laughs> uh, w- w- yes. Would it just be double clothesline? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah absolutely. A double lariat, <laughs> double clothesline. It's a sweet one, and he and they sell it. They sell it pretty good. Yes. Yes. I think. This amazing mall cop gives them a huge. Maybe it was the mall cop, big boss man. <laughs> <laughs> gives them a big a double clothesline, and they get dragged off. So they are caught, and then we get the show opening. Uh, so when we come back, Sean is in his place and he says, it's not really a big deal that a rent a cop banned him from the mall. And he is talking to his brother slash dog tracker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the dog is up. Tracker is up eating from the table and, <laughs> um, and Sean is having a serious conversation with him and the dog is just like happy to be at the table. So it's like eating out of a bowl and it's just like, he's like, yeah. If he's just a rent a cop, the dog, you look over at the dog, he's like, (laughs) 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 like he doesn't respond at all. There's no response. It's it's all a one way conversation with Tracker the dog. But in Sean's imagination, Tracker says it was a big deal because they could have called the real cops. Mm -hmm. And uh, Sean's only been off probation for a month. So Tracker says, has Jay talked you into doing this? He says, Jay is bad news. And Sean says, well, he's my best friend. And at that point, the phone rings, and for some reason, the dog answers the phone. <laughs> he goes over and he knocks it off the stand. And then, like, he's just he panting in it floor. as it's sitting on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean looks over, like just seriously, just looking at him, looking yeah. at this dog, but he thinks it's his brother, of course. 
So Sean walks yeah. out of the room, and it's clear from the conversation that Tracker is being offered a good job, which he uh, gladly accepts. Uh, so then we are back at school. Liberty is asking JT if he has a date for the semi-formal, and JT asks if she's propositioning him, but she says she's very taken, and she's got so many photos of her <laughs> and Towers. Towers. <laughs> so good. I just, I can't. I can't see it with these two. No. What are you talking about? Uh, just, I, I, come on. <laughs> Uh, JT says, uh, JT says, what is he getting practice for his mugshot? Like veiled racism. Yeah. I kind of went, mm, that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Mm, uh -huh. That's not so, that's not so veiled. Uh -huh. <laughs> Liberty says she'll offer advice as a more experienced dater and he should ask Manny to the semi-formal. JT says Manny doesn't like him that way. And Liberty says, want to bet? She's like, in the change room, all she talks about is yo dick. <laughs> <laughs> so we are in shop. Ellie is with Sean. Because um, I guess you can just hang out in a class that you're not in. Uh, he is working on an intake manifold, which I, <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I know nothing about cars. What? what? I know no shit idea. about cars. Anyone? I know nothing. No? Nothing. Well, this intake manifold is worth 50% of his grade. And she says, well, no wonder no wonder you work on it more than my puss. Like, <laughs> that's, Was that the, the DVD version? I missed that She's line. like, this, she points to it and she's like, this is worth 69% of your grade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should think Alan has a bit of a... I think you have a relate like a tracker Sean relationship with the with the show. They're like, that's what they said. They said, "Well, flip the upside down and do that." I should have written for this You're show. Like, nodding. You're like, yeah, they they said that. Uh, <laughs> when they didn't at all. So she's about to leave, but he so stops her to smooch. So I guess that's part of his relationship lessons that he's giving her. Like, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. As Ellie leaves, we see Amy has uh, come back. So she was, if you recall, Amy and Sean were dating near the start of the season. And then Amy left him for a guy at the racetrack. What was? What is this fucking Greece? <laughs> She's like, you know, Sean, you're actually the one that I want. <laughs> you left him for Kaniki. <laughs> yep. It's so uh, Amy says, what does she see in that bloodless freak bag? This is what she says to Alex. And Alex is like, uh, you broke up with him, which is true. Yeah. Uh, so we see JT again. He goes into the cafeteria and he sees his the stand-up of him. So a few episodes ago, it was established that JT is uh, the face of an advertising campaign for... Uh, seasoning that goes on fries and he is part of an ad that has him like a stand-up of him in all the cafeterias across the country so then he goes to the booth and he gets two tickets for the dance and spinner is uh, overhears it and says oh you finally got a girl of your own because of course jt is always hanging around with spinner's girlfriend Paige, but then he implies that the other ticket is for toby jt says no it's actually radich <laughs> Thirsty Radish. 
lean into it. Um, Manny walks in, and it's very, very clear that that's who JT is eyeing up. And Spinner says, well, that's not Radich. And he then he says, so here we go with some class. He says, well, well no better choice if you're looking to get some. And JT says, mm. what do you mean? And Spinner says, well, you know, knowing her history, she fucks. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then JT asks, what if people talked about Paige like that? And Spinner, the nice guy, says, they don't because Paige isn't a slut and she doesn't go at it with other people's boyfriends. What the? <laughs> what Yo. is this? Uh-huh. Third bag. Uh-huh. Uh, Spinner says, I don't mean to get up in your fries, which is a callback to this advertising campaign, but don't fall too hard for Manny. She's got a reputation for a reason. And I thought, what the fuck does this guy know? Yeah. And he's a stupid to clarify. Manny's had sex with a total of one person. Yes. Okay. That is and, yeah. Super. Isn't it alluded to the page has like hooked up with guys that like sleepaway camp and stuff has it like in the pre yeah in the older episodes yeah like she she talks about experience or something like that yeah in like earlier episodes well sure and also like weren't weren't there rumors going around about Paige? like remember when Paige got raped and spinner talked about her like she was a hoe like maybe you should cool Mm -hmm. it with the assumptions Mm -hmm. there buddy just saying yeah yeah Check yourself. Uh, so Sean gets home after school, and <laughs> so I guess in this case, it's trackers there with a girl dog, and they're packing. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the whole over the hips like the first thing, and Sean just walks in. Hey, tracker. <laughs> he doesn't doesn't break stroke. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so tracker has got a great job working at an oil rig in Alberta. And they're going to live like kings, but they need to leave now. Sean says, well, exams are starting right now, and he'll lose his year. And Sean also mentions, like, dude, I already repeated grade seven. I can't repeat another grade. And so Tracker says he can drop Sean off in Wasaga, but Sean says no to that. And so then Tracker says he's not going to watch Sean end up in prison with his stupid friend. And then he says, Alberta, here we come. And I thought, are those fucking, like, is Fort McMurray a better place for Sean? <laughs> yes. Hope you, li- hope you like cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of you two, fill, fill the listeners in on what happens in, uh, in Fort Mac. Oh, wait, hold on for a sec. Arlo, are you here? Yes, I'm here. Uh, Sorry, hi. I'm late, guys. All good. Uh, hi, Arlo. We'll, we'll, uh, hi. We're just uh hey, Arlo. I'm sorry I'm late. <laughs> it's all good. You sound great <laughs> uh, though. Technical difficulties. Uh so uh Arlo, since you're here, do you have any information on Fort McMurray and what happens up there and why it's maybe not the best place for Sean? I actually I don't know much about Fort McMurray, truthfully. All right. I would actually suggest Ted would, only because a lot like, of people from Newfoundland go to Fort Mac. <laughs> Ted, you love cocaine yeah. and hookers. You tell us what. <laughs> oh, also <laughs> that, actually. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm kind of known for. That's on my Wikipedia page. <laughs> Likes cocaine. <laughs> Likes hookers. Doesn't like page. <laughs> uh, I think, I guess Fort McMurray, and too, I, I can't really speak too much about it. I have never been there. But I think there's, like, it's it's a fly-in, fly-out type. It's a 
community, as a town, as a city. But uh, I guess with a lot of rotational workers comes with it with people getting at a time like a lot of money comes the problems when people have a lot of money, disposable income, and they're away from their families and away from their friends and stuff like that. So it could be quite uh, – there are definitely drug issues there. I don't uh, think anybody could at me to say that there's not because I think it's uh, fairly prevalent and there. And lots, so, lots of people yeah. from your province would have made that trek, right? Like that's a very – Oh, absolutely. There were flights directly, I think, from St. John's into Fort Mac um, every few months, right, because of all the people going there to work. Yeah, and I think like one of the most popular Mary Brown's chicken restaurants is in Fort McMurray, <laughs> which is a, a thing. <laughs> I don't know if you know about this, but like the chicken restaurant uh, Mary Brown's is like one of the most popular. It is the most popular here, like way more than KFC. And the second most is Fort McMurray, <laughs> where all the Newfoundlanders are. Mm. But I think I think times have changed a little bit. I don't I don't know, like with the decline in Alberta's economy, I don't know if it's as prevalent like as many people going there. I don't think but it was for years. Yeah, I don't know if I mean it still I think is a thing, but like once upon a time when the last time that oil was way too expensive and now we're back there again. Uh <laughs> yeah, it was oh worth God. yeah, it was worth like they basically like wring it out of the sand, right? Like they dig the sand up and wring the oil yeah. out of the sand. Well, it's in it's in the middle of the Athabasca oil sands, right? Yeah. So this Tar is sands. In, this is in northern Alberta. So there are tons of jobs, and they pay a shit ton of money because it's shitty work, and you're isolated. And Alberta at the time already had like a time, you know, like a three percent unemployment rate or something. So people would fly in mm. for it. But yeah, then there was just people sitting around, like young men mostly, with lots mm -hmm. of money. And so if you sold yeah. drugs, that was a good place to go and make a lot of money. Yeah. So so yeah. yeah. So bring Sean there. It'll <laughs> that will work. Yeah. Be fine. <clears throat> um <laughs> so we're back at school and Amy asks Sean what's up, and he says nothing as he blows her off. Uh, Arlo, we're just at the start of this episode still, by the way. Was anybody else kind of surprised at, like, the callousness of Tracker in this moment? <laughs> like, I thought JT was going to deck him because really, I was surprised that he didn't. But I, it, they played it well because he was so shocked that Spinner said that. No, no, it no. I mean, Tracker. sorry, just the scene before this with Tracker. Like, he's just like, well, we're moving. And he's like, but I'm going to oh, lose sorry, my year. Yeah. And he's like, well, too bad. He, like, he's going to make his little brother fail another year. And he's already failed a year. Like, over like I like I realize that Tracker has to go like the job is there and he needs to go take it but like you can't talk to like another parent and be like hey can he stay with you for a couple of weeks till he finishes the year it seems particularly heartless Arlo yes he's a dog oh right <laughs> leave him alone yeah. he's a good right. boy <laughs> What do you expect him to do when he's sniffing another dog's butt? Be like, can you take care of my brother? <laughs> yeah. He's not the littlest hobo. Yeah. He's not that smart. Um, so we're back at school, and Amy asks Sean what's up, and he says nothing, and he blows her off. He approaches Ellie at her locker, and she asks what's wrong, and Sean, the relationship expert and coach, says to her, <laughs> I'm moving to Alberta tomorrow, and we need to break up. Uh -huh. yep. No solution for this problem. It's like, I don't know. It's like, if you're a football coach and you're down 42 to nothing in the fourth quarter, just shrug your shoulders. So, well. yeah. 
Ellie is upset and she runs off. So we're back in in shop class. Jay walks up to Sean and smacks him and says, what's up? Which is what guys do. Mm -hmm. Um, But Sean accidentally cuts his hand and says, look what you made me do. Jay says, maybe if you weren't such a goof. So Sean pushes him and then he smashes all the stuff off of his desk in slow motion. He's, Sean's so mad, he's like, fuck this. And... <laughs> For greater effect. Uh, Mr. L, their teacher, asks what happened, and Sean says he's going to Alberta, and he says, uh, I don't care, though, and the teacher's like, I, I think you do care, son. <laughs> you know who this is? This is Roger McKean. He's the featured guy. When they credits at the first, uh-huh. and... Uh, sh- Shout out to Tyrell, friend of the podcast. He was in 1998's The Bride of Chucky as the Justice of the Peace. Oh, so uh, he's had some, he's had some big screens, silver so screen I- iconic time. roles. <laughs> yeah, we find out and now that he's the teacher. <laughs> we find out that Sean <laughs> is the first person in his family to try to graduate high school. So, I guess Tracker didn't, but again. Tracker's a dog. Why would he be in high school? <laughs> he may, maybe get a blue ribbon, but that's about it. <laughs> so he is not. He is not best in show. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. L says, "Have you thought about student welfare?" And Sean doesn't think he'll get help. But Mr. L says, "Well, as long as you get de- decent grades, I would sign off as your trustee." And he says, oh. "The reason is because." He was also the first person in his family to graduate, so I guess he sees something in Sean. Cut to commercial. I, I don't know anything about government programs. Is there a program where 15-year-old kids can live by themselves and go to high school? No. No. That's not a when, thing. When I was in grade 10, I did date a guy who lived by himself in his own apartment, and he did get money from the government to do so because... His like his mom lived in Thunder Bay and he lived in Winnipeg and he had like not a good home life kind of thing. So I don't know what program that was, but that was a thing and that was grade 10. So we would have been 15. All right. Really? There you go. Interesting. Yep. It was very appealing to date a guy when you're in grade 10 who has his own apartment. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, then there's there's me who, you know, lived in a two-family stable home and had a privileged uh, upbringing and is like, student oh, welfare, yeah. that's nothing. Like, <laughs> that's got to be there fake. Are, there are programs, like, I don't know if he was, like, actually emancipated at that time or really what the deal was. But, yeah, he lived on his own. And, I mean, usually he spent the money that he got from the government on like cigarettes and alcohol and and lived on like Mr. Noodles for the rest of the month kind of thing. So it wasn't like a great situation. It probably shouldn't have been happening, but it was. So, (laughs) so we're back at Sean's place. Uh, Tracker is asking Sean to move or to help him move. Uh, He's so he's carrying a mattress, but of course, I guess that's in Sean's imagination. So it's like in his teeth, he's dragging his dog bed. Like he's going backwards, like yeah. he's pulling it in his teeth, like really working it, like trying to get it through the door. Yeah. Uh, yep. Sean says that he does not need to go. He can stay and collect student welfare, and he doesn't need Tracker. And Tracker is like, sounds good. 
<laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was he, easy. Yeah, he tells Sean though, like he's like the rest of this month is paid up in rent. Which, like, I guess if we're in the last month of school, couldn't this have been the solution to begin with? Look, we're paid up on rent. Why don't you stay here till the end of the month, finish your year, then come to Alberta? But Sean wants to stay longer. Mm-hmm. Tracker says you'll be banging on my door before you know it, and I believe that might be the last we see of him. I feel like Sean's really? dog just like ran away. That's, just like, <laughs> that's what really happened. He went up north in Alberta and got a job. <laughs> he went to a farm in Alberta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm trying yeah. to see if Tracker's last episode is this one or if we see him again. Uh, season three. No, this is uh, this is it. This is the last one. So. Wow, really? Yep. We hardly knew you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Done and done. <laughs> There's a voice that keeps on calling him. That's a good little whistle. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, Yeah, he's gone off to solve mysteries. (laughs) So we're back at school. Sean approaches Ellie again. She starts to suggest a long-distance relationship. But he holds up a form, which, like, she immediately is like, oh, that means you're staying, and we can stay together, and we're happy. And it's like, did you just... (laughs) Like, there's no way you'd hold... I don't get it. Like, unless the form says I'm staying, I don't know what, uh, how you just get it that quickly. But anyways, maybe they talked on the phone or something. So, so back in the apartment now, Sean is by himself. So he is listening to music, eating cake and chocolate milk. And they're supposed to be showing him being irresponsible, but that is my life. (laughs) (laughs) You touch the screen of the laptop. You're like, is this a mirror I'm looking into? <laughs> just, like, it makes you wonder if he just bought a whole cake for himself. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Cakes aren't that mm. much money, like the crappy ones. Yeah, like deep and delicious. Yeah, man. <laughs> deep and delicious, baby. Those are I get one every day at lunch out of the, fr- <laughs> out of the deep freeze. I go to my friend's house. And I'd buy, like, for three bucks, like, a deep and delicious cake and just sit there and eat it for lunch. So good. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah, it was a good time. But it was frozen, so it was, like, not so good. But, yeah. You know what song is playing? What? Where? By what Canadian? While while there's this uh, action of Sean sitting at the table eating the chocolate cake and drinking, like, chocolate milk. What song is playing? It's it's, it's it's Headstones, right? Yes, correct. It's headstones. And what you're going to do, it's called. (laughs) Craig's dad. So Craig's dad (laughs) is still living in uh, witness protection, but he's (laughs) saying he's Hugh Dillon from the headstones. So (laughs) Hugh Dillon in the headstones, which exists in this universe, looks exactly like Craig's dead dad. (laughs) And nobody picks up on it. No, it's crazy. (laughs) Jacques. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, so we're back. So, at, I don't know. We're back at school. Liberty approaches Manny in class and asks if she has a date. Manny says she isn't going to the dance, and uh, she says no one wants her there. But Liberty says, like someone does, a certain friend of yours, and looks directly at JT. And it's like just say it's JT, and just say JT wants to take you. <laughs> Manny asks if he's going to ask her, and Liberty says, "You didn't hear it from me. I don't know why." Um. So we have Alex, Jay, and Amy asking Sean about his situation. 
And Sean says he needs to go to school and get good grades to get the welfare. Amy asks if she can come over sometime. And he gives the answer she probably doesn't want to hear, which is, yeah, all of you can. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, it's not my house. It's our house. Um, That is not the music that is playing in the next scene when they're all partying at Sean's. Um. I mean, okay, look, Sean's, you know, Sean's got issues. He's not always the brightest guy, right? So maybe I, again, like, I mean, I guess it is pretty realistic. It's just like, he knows that he has to keep up good grades and like behave to get this welfare. Like, wouldn't you let at least a week pass before you you fuck up? I don't know. Alan, his dog, his dog just died. We used to hang out at his place all the time. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Story checks out, like. All right, so they're at Sean's and they're partying. Sean is dancing with Ellie and Amy is looking at them very annoyed. And then we see Sean asleep in shop class and Mr. L has to wake him up. And then him and Ellie are at his place again and they're eating pizza. And Jay and Amy and Alex walk in with booze and Amy sits right next to Sean on the couch. Um, So then we get Sean coming to class late again and Mr. L calls him out on it. Sean says he can do the shop exam in his sleep, but Mr. L says, well, you have an end of your project and you have other exams. So this guy is still promising to sign off on Sean and uh, Sean is fucking up. Uh, JT walks outside of the school and he is about to approach Manny when he sees that Craig is going to sit down with her. And so he is very sad. Um, yeah. That slut. His, probably going to impregnate her again his, right there and then his dick was basically in her mouth <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> she just breathed on it <laughs> so we you go- know because they're teens they don't do that stuff <laughs> so, so he goes to return the tickets but manny approaches him to talk and says she was waiting for him to ask but he's like i saw you with craig and she says well he was just making sure I was okay, basically saying they haven't spoken since the abortion. JT isn't buying it, so Manny says, well, do you think I was going to go off and have sex with him? He was the one cheating on his girlfriend, but no one ever talks about that. And she leaves, and she is right. <laughs> she is yes. so right. Yeah. 100%. Uh, so we're now at Sean's again, and there's yet another party, and it is happening as Sean is trying to study with Ellie and Jay is like, hey, here's the Montreal crew. And they're like, <laughs> oh, bonjour, c'est grand fait, uh, dans la maison. Put <laughs> <laughs> on the record, uh, how do you say, raccoisine, <laughs> please, s'il vous plaît. Avez-vous un peu de Mitsu? Mitsu. <laughs> you uh, listen to this record, say, uh, 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 bye bye, Mon Cowboy. <laughs> hey, uh, how you say? It's a jam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, Shauna, your dog. I can't even do a French accent. Vos chiens, vos chiens, tracker. Il, il est départé. J'ai un chien aussi. His name is Guy Lafleur. <laughs> <laughs> the chien. <laughs> Gila Fleur the dog. Yep. Uh, so later we see Sean and Ellie on the couch and uh, Ellie gets up. But Amy 
immediately hops on the couch with a beer and says, do you want to see my world-famous Avril Lavigne impression? And she does a devil horn. I've met, I've met this girl before. <laughs> and you're like, you should probably like slow down on the drinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're like slamming it back. Yeah. Uh, Sean isn't into it. And he says, Amy, you don't like me anymore. You dumped me. And Ellie comes back and also says, yeah, Sean has a girlfriend. And Amy asks Ellie if she's a blood-sucking vampire. And Ellie says, keep hitting on my boyfriend and you'll find out. And I don't know how that is a response. Like, if you keep hitting on my boyfriend, I'm going to go suck blood. And Yeah, I will prove it. <laughs> yeah, I will You're be a vampire if you do this. I will be one. <laughs> Sweet and vampire. So Amy takes off and she's still drinking and Alex takes her out of the room. And then uh, we see uh, <laughs> you are a jerk. Hey, fuck you. And two, two of the Montreal crew start fighting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tabernacle. <laughs> Sean, Tabernacle. What did you just say? <laughs> that is offensive to my religion. <laughs> Let's so. also point out that Montreal is like eight hours away from Toronto. Well, it's five and a half. Is it? I thought it was like, yeah, it's like five, Ottawa's five, five and, and a half. No, it's about the same distance. But anyways, it's a long like it's a long drive for sixteen year olds to make to to go to a party. <laughs> go to a stupid house party that's not. I can't. Like yeah. I, I guess I'm, they hop on the Greyhound or the Chien Gris. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything has to be translated. <laughs> I'm just thinking you could probably find better house parties in Montreal. Like you're 16 in Montreal, you're allowed to go to Super Sex. Come on. <laughs> So there's a fight. Jay goes to break it up and he gets slugged. And Jay says he's going to kick the guy's ass. Well, he's about to say the word ass, but he should have said, Je vais battre tes fesses. But then we hear a scream coming out of the washroom. And Alex comes out and says, Something is really wrong with Amy. They go to the washroom and she is passed out on the floor and they can't wake her up. Sean wants to call an ambulance, but Jay's like, well, you'll lose your student welfare. <laughs> they think it's alcohol poisoning, and Jay's like, it happens. Let's fucking party. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, we then see that Amy is getting stretchered out. So they did call 911, and the paramedic tells Sean he did a good job of calling. Jay says that Sean ground the party to a halt, and the Montreal boys are bored. <laughs> So they ask where they're moving the party, and Jay says nowhere. And uh, Jay Jay asks Sean if his girlfriend decided that. Sean says no, I did. And Jay's like, I thought you were cool, but you had me fooled. And they all leave. So I don't know where they Seems went. Cool. Jay's just walking around with a bunch of French dudes in Toronto. They're all speaking French, and he's just like, "What are you guys talking about?" <laughs> Say uh, it's nothing. It's uh, we're the next uh, party. We were uh, just saying what a fun guy you are. Okay? <laughs> yes, yes. How you say rock and roll? <laughs> you are one rock and roll dude. <laughs> and then they go back to speaking hardcore Quebecois French. You are the coolest like, guy since uh, Rocket Richard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he shoot hockey puck. <laughs> Stop right corner. So 
We uh, are now at school again, and JT approaches Manny to apologize, but Manny isn't having it. And well, so, he should apologize. Yes, he should. He's like, I apologize he for owes- thinking that you would fuck anything that moved. He <laughs> owes her an apology. Um, Manny says she isn't having it, but then JT is like, well, the first time I asked you off, or asked you out, you blew me off, and I was afraid it would happen again, which is true, but also a bad excuse. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah. he, he admits to being an idiot, and so he asks if she'll go with him to the semi-formal, and she says yes. We see Sean walking by Jay and Alex, and Jay asks if Amy is okay, and Sean says she will be. And then he goes to shop class to see Mr. L with the forms, and he says, Before you sign, I need to tell you I had a party. It got out of hand. We called the cops. There were no charges. And I understand if you don't want to be my trustee. So... This is interesting. Mr. L says, I know a lot of people have let you down, but I won't. But I'm not signing these papers until you're ready. So Sean says... Whatever that means. Yeah. So then Sean says, I am ready. So Mr. L signs the forms. He's like, okay then. Great. Look, I guess guess you found the loophole right there. Uh, And he's like... Sean, I really didn't expect you to say that. I didn't expect you to say you're ready, but you said it. So, I mean, it's right there. So, sign away, baby. I mean, I don't know what else you expect. That sounds like legit. <laughs> it sounds like you meant it. Let's sign. Yeah. I don't think you're ready. I'm ready. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. You said he was ready. What was that? I had no choice. Like, what am I supposed to do? He said he's ready. He's ready. Like, Sean could have at least said, I'm just really sad because my dog ran away and he's my brother. (laughs) (laughs) He's my brother. (laughs) But no. I had a brother. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sean, Sean asks if he can stay late and finish off his project. Mr. L says yes. So Sean goes and he starts getting to work. And that is the end of the show. So spooky. So Sean is living on his own and hasn't really shown that he's learned anything. I mean, that's not surprising considering he was raised by a dog. (laughs) I think we're supposed to believe that he has learned his lesson, but I suppose only time will tell. I guess we'll see. Uh, Thoughts on this one? Lots of tracker. (laughs) We hardly knew ye. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. I am pretty sad about the tracker. Me too. Farm up Fort Mac. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Wendy. We won't see Wendy again either. Oh, hardly knew ye as well. Yeah. 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 His his bitch. I mean that. (laughs) I mean that. You know, I mean that directly. He's a female dog. I mean, we've got next week's episode, which is going to actually continue the Sean storyline, trying to, I guess, tie up his arc over the season of, like, you know, boy gone bad, and then boy makes good. (laughs) Right? Yeah. 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 I guess. It's fine. I do like how anytime, you know, important characters leave, they always go west. (laughs) 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 Like, they always head to Alberta. No one ever goes to even like Montreal. It's always, yeah, it's always, it's always Alberta's calling me. Which which direction is Port Hope from Toronto? Oh yeah, that is one's it, that's a little east. 
That's is that true. East? <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. There but you nobody go. ever is like. Well, maybe I'm that's why. To- <laughs> They're like, you know what happens when you try to go East? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That never works <laughs> out. Yeah, no. exactly. Um, Businessman I- tries to touch you in a, in a uh, station wagon <laughs> Woody and then throws out your backpack. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I have Sorry, no I, I have no idea how this function works um, again, but uh, we're gonna try it on Spotify. Supposedly, when I post this episode, I'm allowed to create a poll and a place to for people to answer questions. So I'm sure that the next time we record and we've actually done this, I'll figure out exactly how it works. But <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm gonna post something, and if you find it, please participate because. Because <laughs> I just, yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. 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 Just so everybody be on the lookout for that. And uh, in the meantime, uh, we are going to be back next week, finishing off season three with the power of love. My name is Alan. And then you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok at slip with five eyes or slip. And you can find the podcast at Narbo's podcast on Twitter and email us Narbo's and broomheads at gmail.com. Courtney. Uh, yeah. You can. Tracker me down uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the oil sands in Fort Mac. Just kidding. Um, yeah, Instagram Courtney twelve ninety three. Check out our sporadically active Instagram account, uh, Narbos and Broomheads podcast. Um, and that's yeah, that's it. What about uh, what about Teddy? Hey, hey, it's Teddy. Um, at the, uh, yeah, we'll throw out my ins- Insta this week. Instagram, I'm at say wa three w h a wa three at uh, yeah on the Instagram machine. Come and look at the pictures of Linda, the lovely Linda. A few pictures of Sugar the cat there. I might put up uh, my cask, my carboy of uh, fermenting rhubarb wine that I have down, which is pretty cool. I don't have it up yet, but come on over. Why not? Let's volley it over to all the way to Regina, Saskatchewan. And I'm Arlo. You can follow me on Instagram at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T-E. All right, folks. We'll see you in a week. And we're going to finish off season three. Peace. Woo. Bye. See you next time. Bye-bye. Hello. Well, I just said I'd go get my up. I would never do my homework. Would stay up late and dream about Kylie. I would never get girls out of my house. Maybe I would. I would walk around the cafe, cut. Don't you get to call my dreams? Everyone thinks I'm so cool. I would make me have to go. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah.